0: Hey there, I'm Breanne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now, I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you, too, can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm your host, Ann, and I'm excited to talk more today about habits. Look, we all know to lose weight, get fit, or lean out our thighs, or whatever your physical goal is. We need to establish healthy habits, good nutrition with a balance of nutrients, more cooking at home, more water, exercise, stress management, quality sleep, less sugar, less alcohol, blah, 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 right? You know this, but just knowing that you need to do these things, isn't enough. We need to actually do them to see progress, or at least do them to see progress, a little bit of progress. Why then is it so difficult for so many people? Well, today we're gonna talk about one of the reasons it's so hard for people to do what they need to do to reach their desired goal. Here it is, plain and simple. It's because everything we do is in the service of either avoiding pain or getting pleasure. I mean, who wants to feel pain? And who doesn't want to just feel comfortable? The pain and pleasure principle most commonly attributed to Sigmund Freud says this, that A, we are motivated by both avoiding pain in all its forms and gaining pleasure, and B, that both pain and pleasure motivate us whether we like it or not. So here are some forms of pain. There's physical pain. Okay. Physical pain could be like getting punched in the face. That's painful, right? It could include um, physical pain is like when you run, you get a burning, right? Does that mean in your chest and your legs or maybe when you're jumping, aka exercising, can be physical pain. There's mental pain, like actually taking effort to do something, focus. There's like mental strain. That's all mental pain. Emotional pain Okay, we have a lot of emotional pain, feeling sad. Um, there's all kinds of emotional pain. There's social anxiety. That's painful. And then there's just general like being outside of your comfort zone pain. And some forms of pleasure are, so I think it's important to talk about what pain is and what pleasure is, okay? Um, some forms of pleasure are like positive gains, like um, A positive gain like physical would be like being able to run a 5K. Um, Or maybe a positive gain would be like material, you know, getting like a new car. Um, Monetary would be like getting a raise at your job. Positive gain would also include time, like quality time, doing things you want to do. Other forms of pleasure are things like comfort and familiarity. Okay, just like we all want to be comfortable and in something familiar satisfaction is pleasurable, progress is very pleasurable. I'm somebody like a checklist, you know, if I have a to-do list and I I progress through the list, right? Or I progress um, in my goals. Physical pleasure is obviously pleasurable. Emotional stability is another pleasure. And your social standing. So understanding what motivates us can help us establish more effective habits that lead us in the direction that we want to go. The pain and pleasure principle will impact your habits whether you like it or not. So let's think about it. All day long, we are trying to avoid pain and seek out pleasure. We start the day off by hitting this snooze button, right? We avoid the pain of having to get up. We try to pass off chores um, or projects to other people that we don't want to do. We try to avoid email because it's, well, overwhelming sometimes with all the junk or maybe more to-do tasks. We put off doing the laundry until we absolutely can't stand it. We avoid the junk drawer in the kitchen, right? Because it's cluttered and frustrating. We run through the drive-through to avoid the grocery store or to avoid cooking. We try to avoid anything that seems painful. But avoiding the pain can only create more pain in the future. And we'll touch back on this later. Once you recognize that you're trying to avoid pain, you can begin to use this knowledge to your advantage. Instead of always dodging pain, start to seek out how pushing past the painful moment could actually bring you more pleasure. We are a sum of our habits. We are what we do most of the time. Every thought and action that we take creates who we are. If you're constantly overeating at night, then you will likely gain weight or have a hard time losing weight. If you're consistently eating a bagel with cream cheese every morning with a large latte full of sugar, then you will likely either gain weight or have a hard time losing weight. If you consistently choose Netflix over exercise, it's likely you will not see progress in your fitness goals. What we do consistently is what we become. Many of those actions I just listed are pleasure activities, really, ones in which you are doing to avoid pain. To some people, drinking a green smoothie, a green protein smoothie for breakfast seems painful. So they continue to choose their sugary, carb-loaded, low-nutrient-dense breakfast. It's more pleasurable, right? So what is so painful about making a green protein smoothie? Oh, well, this is what I hear. Well, you have to get out the blender. You have to get the ingredients. You have to clean out the blender. Then, you know, there's all these like painful moments that people see. So it's easier to drive by the coffee shop and grab a latte and get a bagel and cream cheese, right? It's more pleasurable. It's avoiding pain. So if you want to break an unhealthy habit, then an effective way to break that habit is to associate that action or behavior with pain, just like you associate pain with your healthy habit, drinking a green smoothie, you can also associate pain with your comfortable or pleasurable habit, eating the sugary unhealthy breakfast. So let's actually use a different example. Um, Let's use the example of sitting on the couch in front of the TV with a big bag of Doritos or cookies or wine or whatever it is that you happen to indulge in. This is an action that I hear from clients all the time. They work hard all day, then at night, just want to drop down on the couch and eat something yummy and zone out, right? Does that sound familiar to you? First, realize why you are sitting on the couch zoning out and eating the chips or the cookies or drinking the bottle of wine. It's because you're tired. You've been stressed most of the day and you want pleasure or comfort. So you reach for food and TV. Both the TV and food give you pleasure. How then can you associate this particular scenario with pain? This activity that you find so relaxing and comforting, how can you find the pain in it? Well, I have some ideas for you, of course. So you can think of how you will feel after doing the activity of eating a bag of Doritos on the couch. One, you may feel angry with yourself because you know that doing such a thing will not help you reach your goals. Or two, you may remember that eating Doritos gives you heartburn, and that will make your night of sleep terrible, which leads to more negativity and more pain. Or three, maybe you do something like make a rule that every time you do this activity, you have to do 20 push-ups before you do it. Okay? I'm not saying do that. I'm just saying it's something you could do. These three examples are associated with discomfort or pain. Feeling unhappy with yourself doesn't feel good heartburn doesn't feel good and push-ups don't feel good especially at night when you're ready to rest if you decide to do this and really commit to it your brain will start to remember the pain coming so in this case the negative self-talk is the pain the heartburn is the pain or the push-ups could be the pain and you know eventually you'll want to choose another activity if you're always remembering that you are going to have negative self-talk or heartburn or have to do push-ups Instead of just focusing, though, on breaking the habit, you'll want to build a new, more desirable habit, one that makes you feel good or better. So an example would be um, to brew a hot cup of herbal tea instead, instead of grabbing the chips. You can still rest on the couch to de-stress from your day, but instead of eating chips and a ton of calories and fat and making you feel terrible, you can sip on a tasty drink that will not make you feel guilty will not give you heartburn, and you don't have to make a rule like doing push-ups. Drinking the tea will help you relax and will give you pleasure that is more likely to serve you better than eating a bag of Doritos. Or if you'd rather do an activity instead of consuming food or having a drink, then maybe you just change your position or your location. Maybe you go snuggle up and read a fun novel or a trashy magazine or just watch some good reality TV in your bed. Sometimes just changing the location can change the habit as well. So change your current pleasure-seeking habit with another one that will better suit your goals. Back when I was trying to break my habit of eating gobs of cookies, I started to use this technique. The cool thing is I didn't even realize it was a technique at the time. I just figured it out on my own and then I found out later that it's actually a thing. So Before I would shove a cookie in my mouth, I started to pay attention to my action, the action of reaching for the cookie. That was the first step. I had to be very mindful of doing that activity. Second, I would remind myself of how terrible I would feel in the morning. Because I used to wake up in the morning after having a cookie binge, and I would feel so guilty and shameful and angry with myself. I also hated how my legs rubbed together. It wasn't attractive, but it was also painful. I knew that if I continued to eat too many cookies every day, that I would continue to have the painful rub on my upper thighs and I would have that sinking, very unpleasant guilt the next morning upon waking. You guys, this really worked for me. I started to be very mindful of my eating habits. I noticed when I was looking for comfort and was able to stop myself from eating cookies and start to seek out what I really needed. Oftentimes, I was just feeling lonely. So I would call my husband at work or call my mom, or I would take the kids outside, go to the park, do something different. I would find another action to distract my mind from the habit I was trying to break. It's important when trying to break a habit that will not help you reach your goals to keep in the front of your mind what you really want. You may think you really want those Doritos, but that filling the Doritos give you is fleeting and short-term. But losing the weight and lifting it, you know, fitting into your favorite jeans is a much better longer-term filling. So instead of giving up time on the couch to relax... You can still sit on the couch and relax. Just switch the unhealthy habit that's associated with it to, which is, by the way, the Doritos or the cookies or the wine, switch it to a better, healthier habit that still gives you pleasure. So that would be instead of having the Doritos or the cookies or the, you know, whatever is causing you more excess calories and not helping you reach your physical goal, switch it to something like, you know, unsweetened tea um, or switch your activity. You can also look at this from the flip side though. Sometimes we need to do something painful or undesirable to see change. Like I said earlier, avoiding pain now can create more pain later. Or another way to say it is that some pleasurable actions may create more pain later. Remember, you are what you do consistently. If you are unhappy with your physique or your career, or whatever it is that you want to change. You have to change something. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and and expect a different result. You have created your reality by your thoughts and your habits. Nothing will change until you do. Exercise is a great example. When you're getting fit and starting a new program, it can be hard and painful at first. But remembering that sometimes we need to fight through the pain to find the pleasure. During a workout, you may have burning legs and lungs and want to stop. But once you're finished, you will feel so awesome physically and mentally. You just need to push through discomfort to ultimately feel pleasure, such as feeling stronger, more confident, and maybe soon your pants will feel better. These things are all pleasure. And real quick side note, if you're feeling actual pain during exercise, such as sharp pain in your joints or chest pains, then definitely stop. I'm talking more about pushing through the pain of the um, exercise, meaning like the act of just getting up and doing it and the discomfort associated with it while you're trying to get in better shape. Don't over, like don't push yourself through actual pain that is going to cause harm. But do push through you know, how you feel about getting up and actually doing the workout. For creating new habits, I believe in the five-minute rule. I often suggest this to my fitness clients, but it can work in all areas of habit shifting. The five-minute rule says this. Schedule your activity, whatever it is, okay? So whether it's exercise or cooking your dinner or meal planning or any other activity that can help you reach your goal, and show up. Just do it. Schedule it. Show up and just do it, but here's the thing, do the activity, no matter how horrible and painful you think it will be, for just five minutes. If you get to five minutes and you are miserable, then you can stop, but you might be surprised and not feel as much pain as you think. In fact, you'll probably keep going, but know that you can stop if you want to after five minutes. Keep in mind here that we tend to create more pain in our mind about an upcoming event or action than is necessary. Oftentimes, the actual thing we are avoiding isn't nearly as bad as we think it's going to be. So trying the five-minute rule is a good way to test it out. The most important thing about creating a new habit is showing up. Show up for you. Show up for you, not for anyone else. Show up and be proud of yourself for sticking to your plan. Show up and prove to yourself that you can do this. Show up and know that if you feel really, really terrible, you can stop after five minutes. And then keep trying this day after day after day. Our habits become automatic. So by taking time to really examine the habits that are holding you back, you can see where you need to make changes. Oftentimes, I hear a client say, I'm not sure why I'm stuck. I eat healthy and I exercise. But after further review of their daily habits, we can usually find some areas that aren't productive and instead are holding them back from progressing toward their goals. So in summary, we are always avoiding pain and seeking pleasure. That is why it can feel hard to change our habits. We feel comfortable and in pleasure with what we are used to doing. I mean, it's our comfort zone. Our brains are more wired to avoiding pain. So we have to work hard to teach our brain to accept some discomfort to create more and better pleasure and comfort in the future. So when your current, more comfortable habits are not helping you reach your goals and you're unsatisfied with your life, then it's time to reexamine those habits and see where you can change them to be more productive so you can feel more pleasure later and feel even better than you do now. So remember what your goal is, why you want to achieve the goal, why it's important to you. Then examine your current habits and get really honest with yourself about what needs to change. What activities are you doing now that seem pleasurable in the moment, but are actually holding you back from your happiest and best self? You may want to go back and listen to my check your ass episode to see if that will help you pinpoint where you need to change or get more serious about your routines and habits. Remember to try the five-minute rule and see where that can take you after some practice. One of my favorite things is seeing people make those changes. It gives me so much pleasure to watch my clients create better habits. If you're feeling like you're stuck in the never-ending cycle of wanting more out of your life and constantly falling back into your comfort zone, then it's time we talk. The link to schedule your lifestyle breakthrough call is in the show notes. And... I want to take a moment to ask you a really big favor. If any of my podcasts resonate with you or are helpful at all, will you please tell your friends and will you please subscribe? And would you maybe take just a moment to rate and review the podcast? In order for me to be able to continue doing these podcasts and help more people, I really need your help to spread the word. Growing this podcast is a major goal of mine this year and I really need your help. I so appreciate your help and I really look forward to hearing from you guys soon. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes until next time. Keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.